Welcome to Fred's Take on Real Estate, where this week we're going to get into setting expectations, especially from the seller's standpoint. Listen, of course, everybody wants to make top dollar on your house, but is your house top dollar worthy? A lot can go into that. This time we're praying that sellers don't take it personal what we say. This is all about you reaching your goal ultimately for your real estate transactional needs, but we need to have a honest heart to heart about is just putting your home on the market enough? What work may need to be put into it? And what are areas of emphasis that are important to the buyer? So let's dig into it on this week's episode of Fred's Take on Real Estate. I do not buy dreams. I sell them. Certainly one of the moments buyers have been waiting for, right? After what had been deemed a seller's market, still in the seller's market due to lack of inventory, but certainly the leverage and the power is starting to inch its way closer to the middle once again, which is, of course, great, right, for all parties involved. But homes are sitting on the market for much longer, and the question is why? Well, there's a lot of factors that are going into it, but simply put, Some sellers haven't gotten the memo that just putting your house on the market is enough due to lack of inventory. And I think there's a lot to be said for the conversations that are being had with brokers because we all know on the pro stance that if you don't list, you don't last in this industry. So, of course, you want to procure a listing whenever you get that opportunity. However, I think it could be more damaging if you're taking these listings without having honest dialogue about can this house yield the top dollar expected by the seller if, number one, the work necessary isn't being put into the house, and if, number two, we're not having honest conversations about what is, in fact, going on in the market. So what changed with the market? Of course, we're all well aware of the fact that mortgage rates continue to rise, so therefore that's shrinking the number of buyer applications that are out there for people trying to get pre-approved. Some have resigned themselves to renting, Others are just looking at a much lower price point to offset housing affordability due to the rise in rates. That was number one. But number two, of course, when you look at other influences to the fact that people aren't going to be pouring all their money into real estate, you have to recognize where it's going now. Well, we saw a dramatic rise in gas prices. We're seeing inflation. So people's day-to-day lives have gotten more expensive. And because of that, that really began to depress the market in regards to people now wanting to go 35, 40K over on homes, put down 20, 25, sometimes even 100K in due diligence on a property when they're now trying to figure out what their day-to-day life is going to entail and how expensive it's become. This shouldn't be a cause for deterring you from wanting to sell the property because understand, motivated buyers are always going to be present. The biggest thing is the motivated buyers now are expecting a home that's going to be moving ready. People aren't wanting to pay top dollar for projects. And that has to be understood now from a seller's standpoint that, yes, while there was a time recently where people wouldn't even consider approaching sellers with repair requests and what have you, it's a little bit of a different time to expect the house to not have your updated kitchen, not have your updated owner suite. And to have a tax value of 435 turn around and be listed, let's say, in the mid to upper sevens, just because there are only two in your zip code that are listed that are four bedrooms, two and a half bath, and sitting on, say, a third of an acre in Wake County. 
that's not just enough anymore. And I feel it, the collective eye roll. You don't want to put the work into the house. I get it. But if you understood it needs to be done, what can you do? Well, if you listened to the previous episode, you heard me talk about Curbio and the services in which it offers and being able to cover the cost of the renovations and updates up front while collecting their cut on the back end. But if you're dead set on making sure no renovations, updates, or what have you are going to be done to your house, then let's have two conversations. Number one, price point, right? Your broker is going to come to you with a range. Now, that range can be 20K, 25K, larger end. I've seen 50K, but you may not want to do that in this current market. That's a dangerous game to an extent. So let's say we you're, say I, right? I, me, your broker, Fred, comes to you and say, all right, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, this is going to be what that price point should be for your home looking at the comps for the area. Where do you want to be? You say, I want to be on the high end. Why the high end? Well, duh, Fred, I want to make the most money. Okay. Understood. Understand that those houses that went in that high end had this done. Are you wanting to do that? No. What can you do now if your motivation is to get top dollar, but you don't want to put work into it? You now have to find other ways to incentivize the buyer. And I'm starting to see this return, and that is the ability to be able to start putting money towards closing costs. If you don't want to put the money into the repair in the home, but you have the liquidity to be able to put some money into something, to help facilitate the transaction, then you certainly want to be able to put it towards closing costs. Allow for seller credits to the buyer. Now, that's something we'll have to get verified with the buyer's financier, their lender, should they be obtaining the house via a loan, just because there can be limits to credits that can be applied to the purchase. However, you want to start finding other ways to attract buyers, because if you're not going to put the work into the home, you have to find other ways to show that this property is going to be of the value and significance that's going to want them to be able to put down that number that's going to make you happy to sell that house. And lastly, a strategy to consider as you're thinking about possibly wanting to entice buyers or incentivize buyers by putting money towards closing costs. Also consider raising the commission to the buyer's agent. Of course, listen, salespeople see dollar signs at all times. And yes, broker, we all have a bleeding heart to help. But we also have an understanding of business and good businesses. Listen, this house, I want eyeballs. I want foot traffic. Why don't we make sure that we have agents who see a number that's going to make them want to at least present this property to their clients? Everything is a negotiation in real estate. But in a negotiation, there is an element of give and take. And while before it was lovely for the seller side because it just felt like you ruled the roost, I have to be honest with you. And now we're back in the situation where there is a little bit being traded off at the table. However, parties walking away pleased is not something that is impossible to achieve. Sellers walking away with a number that they are ecstatic about is still very much so feasible. But with that, it's just going to come with a little effort on your end, the seller, to make sure that buyers recognize the value in your asset. Thank you guys for listening. Feel free to follow me on Instagram, YouTube. Give me an email if you have a question, as I'm always happy and here to help. Or plug you into the resources necessary to help you execute your real estate transactional needs here in the state of North Carolina. Fred Johnson, broker with EXP. Take care. Buy dreams. I sell them.